can show you the world Shining, shimmering, splendid Tell me, princess, now when did you last let your heart decide? I can open your eyes Take you wonder by wonder Over sideways and under On a magic carpet ride A whole new world A new fantastic point of view no one to tell us no or where to go or say we're only dreaming. A whole new world, a dazzling place I never knew. I can show you the world. That song is one of our theme songs. Hi everyone, I'm Bobby Elias. We want to show you the world. Our show is called Let's Create a Better World. And this is September 1st of 2018. This show will be on all month. Our shows are now once a month, so we get better guests, better shows, better topics, better everything. Our goal is to make this one of the best shows in the world. Today we're going to talk about stem cells with the great Dr. Christian Drapeau. Also, as we go along in this show, we're going to be doing holistic health, breakthroughs, science, research, Solutions for the world. We do a lot of things here. All right, so I'll give you those numbers, how you can get into the 24-hour archives at the end of the show. Christian Drapeau is going to be our guest in a few minutes. Let me just make a few more announcements. Starting next month, we're going to have another show about the real solutions to the world two female guests, actually three, they've been on before, and we've got a real answer to what the problems are in this world. And a lot of people say it's getting worse and worse. Yes, it is, but it's going to turn. Some people say it's turning now, but we're going to get into that. So let me give you those numbers now. The, for the whole month of September, 24 hours a day, you can call the number I'm going to give you and listen to this show that's on today for the whole month of September. The number is 701-719-0994. The online, there are two online numbers. The best one is called Let's Create a Better World, Pod Bean. Pod is P as in Paul, O as in Oscar, D as in dog. Bean, like the bean that you eat, dot com. All right, so... Stem cells. We're going to talk with Dr. Christian Drapeau in a minute about what are they, how do they work, and what goes on in the body. He's got some real information on that. Dr. Drapeau has written several big books. He's been on 15 years doing this work. He's got some newish, innovative ideas on, because we all know that injections are very expensive, thousands of dollars. But there's new things happening by people like him to make this thing more accessible in a different fashion. We'll talk about that. So, so Dr. Drapeau, thank you much for being on the show. How are you? My, very, very well. My pleasure. Can you hear me okay? Yes, we can hear you okay. Just speak as loud as you can and into the phone. It's a little light, but uh, we can hear you. Uh, can you hear me okay. okay? I can hear you. Thank you so much. 
Good, good. Okay, because some, sometimes these things happen with the cell phones and, and other ways. All right, you've done a lot of research. Uh, you've had two books. Uh, let's start with a simple little question of what are stem cells? Please. Well, the best way probably to, to define what is a stem cell is to, is to start to look at what is not a stem cell, which me, I refer here to all the other cells of the body, uh, which are normally referred to as somatic cells. These are specialized cells. They will do only one thing, uh, like a muscle cell will contract, a neuron will release neurotransmitters, for example. Um, a cell of the retina is going to respond to light. Uh, they will only do one thing. They will never change their nature. They will never do something else. And they will never, for the most part, never multiply or proliferate in the body. They do one thing until the day they die. So at the other end of the spectrum, we have stem cells. Stem cells are essentially cells that do nothing. A stem cell in the body has no role other than their ability to become another type of cells. So stem cells, if they migrate in the heart, can become a heart cells, can become a liver cells uh, if they go in the liver. If they go in the brain, they can become a brain cell. So historically, stem cells have been known uh, in medical research, medical science, they have been known as the precursors to blood cells for their ability to become red blood cells, white blood cells, and platelets. So what is really new in everything that, that we can hear about stem cell research is that now we have discovered for the past, you know, about 15 years ago, 18 years ago, we've discovered that stem cells from the bone marrow, aside from having an ability to become blood cells, can also become cells of various organs and tissues of the body. Great, be a good answer. You know, uh, the person that introduced me to you, Denise, is not with us today. She had an emergency, uh, and that's okay. Because, um, she's been a co-host. She's been a guest on the show. She's really into health at a high level. I've seen her for over 35 years at all the major health shows in Southern California. Um, I'm probably gone to more shows than anybody in, in that time period, but she's right there also. And Denise introduced me to you, Dr. Drapeau, and uh, speaks so highly of you. She's worked with you a little bit, and want, we want to continue to work with you, and I want to continue to work with you also to get more and more information about the future of stem cells. But let's get to the second question. How, and you've already answered part of it, but more in depth on how do they work in the body? Dr. Drapeau, are you there? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, I had muted because there was noise in the background. Uh, my apology. Um, uh, I think it's important to put this question here just in a little bit of a greater context. Um, when we talk about stem cells or when people go on the Internet or in the news or in a magazine and they hear about stem cells, most of the time what we talk about is uh, the isolation of stem cells from a source which can be uh, the bone marrow, it can be the blood. Now what is fairly common or what people can hear a lot about are adipose stem cells, stem cells extracted from fat tissues. Then in the lab, the manipulation of these stem cells, which essentially for the most part means uh, their multiplication. So we can extract, let's say, a million and we turn that into 20 millions. And then their injection in the bloodstream. So what we do with this kind of treatment is essentially to increase the number of stem cells in circulation uh, by an injection. So what we're talking about here is that stem cells 
before we extract them from the, from the blood or the bone marrow or fat tissue, they are already in the body. So the big question that is virtually never talked about is what are they doing to begin with? Before we remove them and then put them back, what is their natural role? And, uh, and when we understand that, then I think it really leads us to a completely new understanding of health and wellness and what we can do for our bodies to be, to be healthier. So what stem cells do in the body naturally on their own since the day we are born, anytime there is an injury, and a lot of these studies were done with a uh, heart attack, a uh, bone fracture, a wound to the skin, stroke, for example. So if we take, for example, a heart attack, and again, I, I'm taking this example because a lot of the research was done on that. So on the day of the heart attack, within hours following the heart attack, we can start to measure in the bloodstream the presence of molecules that are very, very well known in medicine because they trigger the release of stem cells from the bone marrow. So as these molecules circulate in the bloodstream and they reach the bone marrow, they trigger the release of stem cells from the bone marrow. So that about two, three days after the heart attack, the number of stem cells in the bloodstream will increase anywhere between, uh, let's say, five to tenfold. So it's a very significant increase in the number of circulating stem cells. Now, as these stem cells circulate everywhere in the body, they obviously don't need, they, they, they don't know when they are released, what is the tissue in the body that is in need of repair. So as they circulate everywhere in the body, locally at the area of the injury, here we're talking about the heart, so at the very uh, location of the heart attack, the heart tissue will release other compounds whose specific effect will be to trigger the migration of stem cells out of the blood into the tissue. And when stem cells get into contact with cellular debris of that tissue, broken tissue, uh, stem cells will then multiply and will transform themselves into cells of that tissue. Stem cells are essentially the repair system of the body. That's what they do in the body. That's how they work. Great. Good answer. And it's very fascinating. Uh, the, the future of health is in stem cells, I believe, and it's, it's, uh, it's going to take over and more and more people are getting into it. Okay. Um, I think, Bobby, if I can, if I can interject one second, uh, I think what is, what is important to realize in this here, if we, again, if we put all of this into the greater context, just to measure the, uh, the magnitude of this discovery that was not done by one person. This is the work of hundreds of scientific teams worldwide that has brought the science that today allow us to, to really see all of this phenomenon. And it's the fact that when we talk about a system in the body, let's take an, a, a, as an example <clears throat> the immune system. If you cut yourself and then you have bacteria that get into the cut, so you have a bacterial infection. What is going to happen is that locally, macrophages, which is a type of white blood cells, will see these bacteria. They will, they will uh, circulate to the first lymph node, then will trigger the release of immune cells from that lymph node. Immune cells are, are going to circulate everywhere in the body, but when they circulate right in the area where you've got that infection, uh, immune cells will then leave the blood circulation, go into the cut, the wounds that you have, they will migrate right beside a bacteria, and they will release compounds that will specifically kill that bacteria. 
We call that our immune system, and it's very well orchestrated, very well coordinated for one specific outcome, which is to kill a bacteria. So what we have here is one specific tissue, the bone marrow, that release one specific cell, the stem cell. It's not the immune cell, it's a stem cell. That stem cell will be released uh, upon very specific signals. Stem cells will migrate in very specific areas of the body, which is where we have an injury. And when they get into this injury or this, the place, the, the tissue that needs repair, stem cells will do exactly that. They will repair the broken or the affected or damaged tissue. So if we look at it very objectively, science has discovered a new system of the body, which is the repair system of the body. So there's probably no other ways to be healthy. Uh, of course, there's a lot of things we can do for health, but tapping into the natural repair or health system of the body is one of the strongest things that we can do uh, to be healthy. Just to put all of this knowledge here into the context of, of, how, of our understanding of how the body works, we have essentially discovered the system that the body has to repair itself. And that is... Uh... Amazing, and that is that the I think this is a thing of the future, and I know you, I know you would agree with that. Uh, and the, Denise, are, are my co-host and, and once in a while guest and good friend, that introduced me to you. She can, couldn't be on the show today for a last-minute thing, but we really believe in you and your work, and we really like what, what you're doing. Um, and for our listeners, this is Dr. Christian Drapeau. Did I, did I, is that how you pronounce your name, Dr. Drapeau? Drapeau, that's correct. Drapo, okay, got it. Malibu Francais? <laughs> of course. <laughs> Dr. Drapo is a French scientist, he's a doctor, I should say, who's been working years and years on research on stem cells, and he's got two books, and he's a pioneer in this new method of how other ways, I'd like you to talk about other ways that people, besides paying five, ten, or more thousand dollars for an injection, and the injection of stem cells goes into one part of the body, and it doesn't move throughout the body, but there are different things that people can take, and I'd like you to explain a little bit about the, the new concept because other people are, and you're well into the understanding this, are coming up with new ways that we can get the benefits of stem cells. Could you get into that, please? Okay. Well, the, the, the thing to understand here is that, <clears throat> and I, I want to make sure here that we have not yet, uh, we have started to develop the protocols to do these studies. Uh, we have not yet studied side by side what would be uh, the, the difference uh, or the similarities of the effect of a, an actual stem cell injection, which is sort of the traditional stem cell treatment, and then the other treatment that I've been working on for a number of years, which is referred to as endogenous stem cell mobilization, which is releasing your own stem cells. Because what we're, the, the comparison between these two approaches is that one approach is, um, means increasing the number of stem cells in circulation through an injection, but the approach that I've been working on is that since we, uh, now that we understand that the body releases stem cells every day, it does it naturally when, when it needs to repair or maintain tissues. The question is, what if we were to put more stem cells in circulation, but simply by supporting the natural release uh, of our own stem cells? So that's essentially uh, what, what, we're, uh, what has been our way of, of, uh, of, of approaching stem cell research. So basically, uh, it is the use, uh, the use of various methods or various plants 
that have been documented uh, to, to trigger the release of our own stem cells. But let me just open a parenthesis here, because to me, the research on all of this is, is truly fascinating, because, uh, because there are a lot of things about lifestyle that have also been documented over the past 10, 15 years to also have an effect on stem cells. For example, we know that exercise is really good for health uh, for, for a lot of reasons. But what, what was discovered is that one of the benefits of exercise, I'm talking here about really intense physical, uh, physical activity, is that it will release stem cells and put more stem cells in circulation, probably as a response to some muscle or tendon damage, micro lesions that are taking place uh, in tissues. We know that sound sleep is extremely important for health. Uh, lack of sleep is, is unfortunately one, a, a very common problem in, uh, I was going to say North America, but in the world. We need sound sleep for the body to function uh, properly. And it was discovered that one of the reasons, it's not the main one uh, or the only one, but one of the reasons is that when we have deep sleep, which is REM sleep, then it promotes the, the, um, the migration of stem cells out of the blood into the brain and the proliferation of stem cells in the brain. We know that stress can suppress the ability of stem cells uh, to migrate into tissues and to proliferate. We know that inflammation in the body uh, can also suppress the ability of stem cells to migrate in various tissues. So if we have a diet that contains a lot of pigmented food, uh, foods, you know, like grape, for example, all these, these um, uh, fruits like, you know, acai berry, uh, maki berries, all those berries, uh, these are all components or food items that are going to support the natural role of stem cells in the body. Smoking cigarette will suppress the ability of stem cells to migrate into tissues. Alcohol will suppress the ability of stem cells uh, to migrate into tissues and to proliferate. Fasting, we know that fasting is very good for health. Well, it was shown that fasting also increases the number of stem cells in circulation. So what we're talking about here is not just a trick or a new treatment or a new approach. It's more of a broader understanding of what stem cells do in the body and that they are involved in a lot of the things that we already do in our life that are linked to either health benefits or, or detriment to our health. But the core of, uh, aspect of a lot of these things that we do in our life is the support of the natural role of stem cells in the body. So when we understand all of this, and then we ask the question as to what we can do to really support this natural role of tissue repair, well, we can do everything that I've talked about in terms of exercise, controlling stress, not smoking, and all these different things. But the, the core aspect of my research has been to study plants that when we consume these plants, we can quantify within uh, an hour or two of consumption a significant increase in the number of circulating stem cells. So that is the approach, that, that, that's the, the field in which I have done most of my research. And that's great research, Dr. Drapeau. For our listeners, Dr. Christian Drapeau from France, he's got, he's an author of two great books on stem cells. He's an innovator, new, 15 years of study and research and coming up with some new ways that uh, the whole stem cell world is changing slightly and for the good, of course, and more people are going to be able to access and get the benefits of stem cells as we go along. So this is something really good. Dr. Dupo has been working feverishly for years. He works with uh, also one of our co-hosts and former guests, 
Denise is not here today. Emergency, she had to go. But And I, I plan to keep talking to him and working with him because I am personally, Dr. Dippo, very, very, very interested in stem cells. They are the wave of the future. I'm hearing more and more about them. This is why I'm so glad we can have you on the show. And uh, as we go along, we're going to let people know about your books and more about your work. But let's go to another subject now um, as we keep, keep talking about it. And for our listeners, I am Bobby Elias. This is Let's Create a Better World. We're on once a month now. We'll mention, we'll discuss that at the end of the show. All right. Uh, stem cells, there's a lot of research all over the world. I know you're in Europe mo- most quite a bit. You're all over the world. You, you did some research work in Malaysia. Tell me what's going on in different parts of the world and what they're doing in the way of um, the future of stem cells, if you could, please. Well, there's a lot of work done in various parts of the world. What is fascinating about stem cells is that it is really uh, changing or challenging, I should say, uh, the traditional medical model, for lack of a better term. Uh, what I mean by this is that we normally live in a world uh, that where uh, we, we tend to mitigate health problems. We tend to increase quality of life. Uh, for example, you get you have somebody who's diabetic. Uh, what we're trying to do is not to to cure the person. We're trying to uh, provide insulin every month so that we increase quality of life, so that this person can have a good quality of life for the rest of that person's life. But we don't cure. And if we really think about it, there's not a whole lot of health problems for which we actually remove the problem. Most of the time, we just increase quality of life. Uh, and we help people just live longer and have a better life. What stem cells is bringing into this picture is is a complete change of paradigm because stem cells can go into tissues and they can repair. And uh, so that is why there has been so much focus, so much enthusiasm about stem cells. And the reason why I'm, I'm, I'm saying this as part of the question that you just asked, Bobby, is that worldwide, if you are a doctor in your office, who hears about what stem cells can do. And then you also learn that stem cells are in fat tissue. So you can go essentially and take a sample of fat tissue, extract the stem cells uh, from that that piece of of fat tissue, which is relatively simple to do. And then we can grow these stem cells with a fairly simple process and then re-inject them in the person. That means that we give the power to or is given the power to to a lot of doctors in their office to tap into the potential of adult stem cells. So the regulatory environment is different in various countries. So it's an approach that has been, to a large extent, uh, uh, prevented in countries like America, in Europe. Uh, it's been done into hospital centers with a lot of oversight and a lot of... of, uh, of uh, uh, at, at high cost, if I could say. But there are countries where you don't have the same kind of regulation where stem cell treatments have been used uh, much more liberally. And, uh, and I remember a study that was done by now. It's almost like 10 years ago. But at that time, I think it was around uh, 2000, 2008, 2009, uh, when they reported that at that time, uh, they estimated that 300,000 people had received a stem cell treatment uh, of that kind uh, worldwide that year. So it, it's probably today well over a million individuals every year receiving that kind of treatment, 
in countries like Malaysia, like Mexico, Singapore. It is done in Thailand. It is done in, in India. Uh, so there's a lot of places worldwide where these kinds of treatments are being done with very, very good results, in China as well. Uh, and, but the difference is that because it's done by, by relatively small clinics, it is not necessarily documented in the way that would allow all these cases to be properly uh, documented and published so that the world can know the effectiveness uh, and sometimes lack of, effective, of effectiveness of all these different treatments. So, uh, so meeting and, and, and working with a lot of these clinics has been, uh, has been very interesting over the years because we can, we can really see that it is an effective modality of treatment it is just a matter of bringing all these clinics together, bringing this knowledge together so that we can standardize ways of tapping into the potential of adult stem cells uh, to really go way beyond just controlling or mitigating health problems, but really helping full repair and allow people to basically go from a disease state to a, to a healthy state. That is a possibility. That's interesting. That is what's going on around the world. And uh, I know that some of those countries you mentioned are in some ways ahead of the United States in various methods of natural healing and ancient healing. Here in this country, we have a lot of thickness. We have um, the, the um, as you know, Dr. Capone, the medical industry and the pharmaceutical industry control a lot of money there, and they, they want to have do it their way. Um, Okay, let's talk about your, um, your, your work, and I know you're, some, some of the things you, you want to do in the near future over the next few years, and, and also your books. I should, I should have started with the books. And for our listeners, this is Dr. Christian Defoe on Let's Create a Better World, talking about stem cells. Talk about your two books and uh, what, what, what are in the, what, the contents of those two books and, and your, your future work. Go right ahead. Take, take your time. Okay. Uh, Bobby, I'm, I, I don't know if it is my reception or if it is on your end, but I, I really have a problem hearing you. But I believe you, okay. you asked about, uh, about my book. Uh, there, there are two books, but the, the main one really is Cracking the Stem Cell Code. And uh, that was published in 2010. Uh, and at the time that it was published, this was really, really breakthrough uh, information. It is exactly what, what it's the detailed description of what I briefly described before is that if adult stem cells truly have this ability to repair tissue, to regenerate tissue, uh, if, it, if it has such potential that so many scientific teams are developing ways to tap into the potential of adult stem cells, then what about the role of stem cells in our body? So it is really tapping into all the science that was available at the time, which was already, uh, I mean, it, it was, it was, there was a lot of studies, let's put it this way, lots of science supporting this concept. So it's a, it's a detailed description of what is the natural role of stem cells in the body. Uh, when you get an injury, how are they released? How do they circulate in the body? What's the mechanism behind their migration into tissues? And now that we understand that stem cells are the natural repair system of the body, what does that mean for key diseases uh, that are some of the top health problems in America? Things like diabetes, Parkinson, multiple sclerosis, heart disease. So touching various um, aspects of human health, what did we know at the time uh, about, about stem cells 
and, um, and their ability to actually repair tissues. And it's actually quite impressive to see all the science telling us that stem cells can actually repair once and for all, for good, we can get rid of some of the problems that today medicine normally considers to be a disease that we can only monitor or mitigate over, over a person's lifetime. Uh, there's already a lot of data showing that we can actually reverse these problems. So that is the main topic of the book. But the research where I am going right now, uh, aside from continuing to uh, study different plants uh, and, and different modalities that can support the natural role of stem cells in the body, uh, is, uh, is, is something that is emerging in stem cell research that, to me, is probably uh, the most important of everything that we have discovered so far uh, with stem cells because it, it is really called to change the way that we understand health and wellness and even the way uh, that we can practice medicine. Everything so far that we've talked about and, and almost all the studies that are done in the field of stem cell research, they're all about repairing something that has been broken. We've got a disease, we've got a health problems, and then we want stem cells to repair that problem and reverse you know, the disease. So all the studies are done to study that, regardless what the disease is. But as we study these diseases, there's a number of incidental observations and discoveries that were made that are really pointing to something uh, that is new and that is, to me, life-changing. And it's the fact that stem cells don't only play a role when it's time to repair a tissue, but they also play a role into the day-to-day -day maintenance of tissue. So if we do a study, for example, and the typical studies here, I'll, I'll try to make that simple, but let's say we inject fluorescent stem cells into mice so that now their bone marrow uh, gets repopulated with fresh new stem cells, but they're fluorescent green, meaning that if they go in a tissue, they go in the heart, for example, to become heart cells, then they will be fluorescent, green fluorescent heart cells. So it allows us to visualize and see the whole process. So this is a lot of these studies were done that way. So let's say we take, as an example, a muscle injury. So you inject these stem cells into a mice, a mouse, you do a muscle injury, and then you see the muscle that repairs and becomes green. But if you keep these mice alive for uh, four, five, six, up to 12 months, and then you look at various tissues, what we see is that we've got green cells in virtually every single tissue of the body. But the number will vary. And across all these studies, the conclusion that we can draw is that stem cells play a role in the day-to-day -day renewal of tissues at a different rate for various tissues. In, another, in other words, we lose cells every day in our life. It's just a natural process. And we replace these cells with stem cells. So to make a very simple analogy, it's almost like if health was like a bank account and you say your financial health is good as long as your income is higher than your expenses. As long as you release enough stem cells to replace the cells that have been lost, you're fine. The problem comes or you file bankruptcy when suddenly your income is below your expenses. So when you release fewer and fewer stem cells as we age, then slowly cellular loss gains ground. And then whatever is the weakness for one person because of genetics, because of past injuries, because of lifestyle, 
because of, of, of diet, because of exposure to environmental toxins in the past or currently. Whatever the reason, the weak part in the body is where we will probably see the problem coming up. So I oftentimes, when I lecture about this, I use this financial analogy to say that we've got somebody who cannot make their car payment, we have somebody else who cannot pay for their mortgage, somebody else cannot pay uh, for, their, for, their, uh, for their health, uh, and then somebody else, let's say, cannot pay for their education. So we've got car problem, mortgage problem, health problems, and, and education problem. But in reality, all we've got is financial problems. That's the only problem that we've got. It shows up differently. It's the same thing here. What we see is that stem cells play a role in the day-to-day -day maintenance of tissue. And wherever the lack of the ability of stem cells, because we have fewer stem cells in circulation, where this lack shows up first depends on the case and the history of every individual. So stem cells is really the core aspects of the ability of the body to maintain its own health. And that has been documented or, or uh, proven, if I could say, uh, over the past five, eight years by a number of studies uh, where scientists counted the number of stem cells in the bloodstream of people who have developed various kinds of degenerative disease, things like diabetes, atherosclerosis, liver failure, kidney failure, uh, diabetic nephropathy, which is kidney problem uh, for diabetics, um, atherosclerosis, I believe I mentioned it, heart problems, Parkinson, uh, erectile dysfunction, even metabolic syndrome. If we count the number of stem cells in the blood circulation of these individuals and compare that to healthy people, we find that people who have developed develop degenerative problems have on average a little bit less than half the number of stem cells in their circulation meaning that when we have fewer stem cells in circulation, we are not as good or as capable uh, to replace the, the cells that have been lost like healthy people do. So we basically, over time, slowly develop health problems. So we can repair, but if we put aside the repair, supporting the natural role of stem cells in the body is the best way to allow the body to basically maintain its own health. Because... We, we have a, a health system where we start to think about our health when we lose it. It's when the doctor says, well, you've got, uh, we've, you've got diabetes or whatever is the health problem. The moment we get a label, that's when we really start most of the time to try to remove that problem and, and take care of our health. And what we oftentimes don't realize is that these problems have been in slow evolution for sometimes 5, 10, 15, 20 years, if not more. It's during that time that if we put more stem cells in circulation, then we help repair these tissues, maintain these tissues before the problem shows up years down the road. So once, once we understand this, uh, what, I, what I meant when I said before, it's called to change the way that we view health and wellness and practice medicine. Once we understand the role of stem cells to maintain health, then we can slowly shift the focus and, and, and use all of this knowledge to help the body stay healthy when we have health instead of spending all this money and effort to reverse the problem when it has developed because it is so much more difficult to reverse the problem when it has developed compared to simply maintaining health uh, when we have it. So to me, right now, I'm involved in, in working in that direction, continuing the documentation of the link 
between the number of stem cells and disease formation, try to establish what is a level of stem cells in the blood under which we can say that the person starts to be at risk to develop various health problems so that we can establish stem cells as a risk factor uh, for, for health problems. Because when we start to talk about stem cells in those terms as a risk factor, then we really speak the language of medicine as a whole, and we can start to really bring this uh, mainstream so that more people can benefit from all this knowledge. So anyway, so this is a little bit the direction, uh, the, the, the work that I'm, that I'm doing right now. And it's the topic of, of the next book that is in preparation. Great. Beautiful. Wow, you're doing great, great work. And that's a great analysis and, and lecture just now on, on all these things that are happening and the future of medicine, the, the future of how more and more people are going to be getting involved and learning about stem cells. So you're, you're in, the, in the driver's seat to um, do the future. Um, we're speaking to Dr. Christian Capot, French doctor, 15 years of research and study, two books, Doing a lot of great research. He's traveled in all over the world to, to meet with some great people, doctors, scientists, and people who want to know more about stem cells. He's speaking everywhere. He's doing a great, great job. I'm so happy to have him on this show. Um, so let's just talk about, you mentioned diseases. You mentioned um, some diseases that can benefit from stem cells. Uh, I, some people say that almost any disease and, and almost anything, you, you mentioned a number of, of issues that people have and how stem cell work can help them. And uh, I do know people that have complained to me and they said, well, I've tried stem cells. They, they, we're not talking about the, um, the, the injections, Dr. Drapeau. We're talking about different things like a powder or liquid forms of, of it, pills. Um, and they didn't see any, any but then I, what I told them was you have to, you have to wait. You've you got to go not just one or two weeks, you've got to go, some people, right away, they, they feel something. Some people take a little longer, but it, it does work from what I'm seeing. Um, your thoughts on the, the future of, of uh, and, and diseases, that, that's the one I want to hear. Uh, people that have different ailments and diseases, they can benefit from this. Am I right? Let's, let's talk about that, please. Okay. Well, th there's a lot of research. I mean, uh, literally thousands of studies in the scientific literature documenting the effect of <clears throat> the release of one's own stem cells and the impact that this can have on the process uh, and the development of various kinds of health problems. So those kinds of studies uh, have been done for things like diabetes, heart disease, atherosclerosis. I mean, let, let's, let's address disease here by, by talking about physiology. And what I mean is that the one thing that we can say for sure is that stem cells can migrate in the heart and become heart cells or stimulate the ability of the heart or the, 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 the stem cells residing in the heart to repair the heart. They can migrate in the lung and repair and become lung cells and repair the lung. They can do the same thing in the liver, in the pancreas, in muscles, in the brain, in the skin, in the joints, in virtually any and every tissue of the body. So the potential for repair, because a disease is always the dysfunction of a tissue. Either we have lost uh, a significant number of cells doing a specific job. For example, diabetes is the loss of cells, let's say more than 60% of the cells in the pancreas that make insulin. When we've lost more than 60% of cells making insulin, then we start to have all the symptoms of diabetes. Uh, 
So if we can renew these cells and reform new, new cells, then we can regenerate the function of that organ. Stem cells have been demonstrated to do so. They are capable of migrating in the pancreas and become insulin-producing pancreatic cells. So this is just an example. The same thing is true for virtually every tissue of the body. So diseases is, is, is when an organ has lost too many cells or the function of cells, uh, and then these functions or these cells can be replaced by stem cells. So that means the potential here is, is almost uh, infinite. What we need to, 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 to discover or study is what would be the, what can we do to facilitate the process to make this happen more effectively, faster, to a greater extent. There's obviously tissues in which stem cells can, can work faster than others. The retina, for example, does not have, does not have a very good blood circulation. So uh, the effectiveness in things like macular degeneration is really not as, uh, as strong. Uh, the effect is not as strong as for things like diabetes, for example, or just uh, an injury. So, so without talking about specific diseases, let's just have a, a general statement uh, to say uh, and express the understanding that stem cells do have the ability of becoming cells of various, uh, virtually every tissue of the body. So the potential is, is really there. So from there, it's just a matter of, uh, of, uh, of, of trying it and see what, what the benefit could be of stimulating the release of one's own stem cells. And like you said, you know, sometimes people try these approach and we need to understand there's nothing in this world that works for everybody because the, 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 the fundamental cause of the problem can really vary from one person to another. So it, it's not going to work the same for everybody. Some people can see benefits in a few weeks and other people, they may need a year uh, to, to see benefits. It really depends on what is the, the fundamental cause of the problem and how it developed. And I think we need to follow sort of the general understanding that if we've got a problem that has evolved over the past uh, 5, 10, 15, 20 years, uh, to expect that a problem like this disappears in three uh, to four weeks is a little bit unrealistic. I mean, it can happen. We've seen it, and, and I'm happy for those people for whom it happens that fast. But generally speaking, I would just say, Let's support the natural release of stem cells from the bone marrow. When these stem cells are in the bloodstream, don't worry. It's the natural work of the body to use them and, and use them to repair tissues. And the tissue that will be repaired the first is where they will be attracted the most. Uh, you know, so it's where your body needs them the most. So I would just say keep releasing them and let, give a chance to the body to use them and, uh, and do this for enough time to give a chance for the body to, yeah, to do this, this job of repair. So I would say give it a chance and do it for long enough. Right. And that makes sense. And, and people have to be patient. And like you say, everybody's different. They different reactions to different things. And, uh, but generally what I've seen, Dr. DePoe, is that, that uh, a lot of people have had success within a few weeks, within less, and within more time than it's taken. But... People, I, most people have seen some kind of success from the ailments and the diseases and so forth. I'd like to give a phone number out that's here in the Southern California area where I know you work with people all over the world, but here in Southern California, this is a number where people can call this number I'm going to give you, 
and get more information about Dr. DePoe, his work, his books, and his his. Uh, and this number, people can send you some more information, some more in-depth information about real basic information about how what he can do for you and how you you need to look into this. The phone number, the call, is area seven one four seven one seven eight three five five. I'll repeat that later. Um, and Dr. Japo will be on again in about five or six months to talk about some the latest and the newest things going on because this stem cell work is going fast, very fast. It's the future of the world. Um, so hang in there, and at the end of the show, we're going to have our song. We're going to, I'm going to give a, my number out. I want to give out information about some shows that are coming up. But um, Dr. Japo, give your any kind of contact information that you want to give, a website, email, or and anything that you want, it, 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 I, actually, we, we just gave out that number. If you want, we can just leave, leave it at that. That way, through that number, people can get more information about you, your work, and how to reach you. Uh, so let, let's leave it at that. But I'd like you to take two minutes, if you could, please, just a last-minute thoughts about encouraging people to understand just some real basic information about the, the importance of stem cell research and your, your, your work. Take about two minutes, no, no more than three minutes, please. Well, I think as, as, we, as we talked, I think the best way to summarize all of this is to understand that stem cells from the bone marrow constitute the natural repair and renewal system of the body. Uh, it is really the, the core aspects of human health. From the day we are born, we lose cells, uh, and we need to replace the cells that are being lost. Uh, and that turnover rate of various tissues uh, is, for example, uh, I don't know, three to five years, you, you have a new liver. Uh, three to, 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 to five, six years, you have a new pancreas. There is a real turnover of these tissues. So day-to-day -day we lose cells. Day-to-day, -day, the more effective we are at replacing these cells, it will determine how healthy we are and for how long. It's when we lose this ability that slowly health problems Develop once we understand it, we understand this general concept. Then we understand that while it is good to do a lot of the things that we already do for our health, we need a good intestinal flora, antioxidants, vitamins. All of these are are still uh, very important for health. But if we don't address that core aspects of human health, which is supporting the natural role of stem cells in the body, uh, then then we miss we miss the point here. Uh, or, or let's say we missed our aim in, in, this, um, in our ability to maintain optimal health and give that edge to the body to really gain and maintain optimal health. So to me, that would be the core message. Great. Uh, excellent, excellent. Uh, yeah, we'd like to have you on again um, in about five or six months, Dr. Poise, if you're able to. And I'm sure in that short amount of time, there's going to be some new things that you want to let us know about because this thing is growing fast. Am I right? It's a, the stem cell research and information and the, what's going on is, is going very fast and more and more information is out there. Is, is that right? It, it is definitely one of the most prolific field of, of medical research. Uh, the, 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 the amount of research is actually is too much to be able to follow. So we need to follow into very, very specific field within the field of stem cell research. It is extremely prolific. Okay, I have time for one more quick question, um, short question. In the future, what are your plans for the next six months until we talk to you again, five or six months? 
what do you plan to do uh, besides speaking and, and uh, anything innovative, anything different um, about your future and the future of stem cells over the next five or six months? Well, I, I don't know if if, uh, if the data and if everything would be ready in you know in, in four to six months. But what I'm what I'm engaged into right now is is documenting a lot of these cases, uh, either simple, single patient outcomes or in actu actual uh, uh, placebo controlled clinical trials to really get strong documentation of what is the effect of releasing one's own stem cells on the development of various types of, of health problems. Uh, and, and also to side-by-side side, uh, see the effectiveness and compare the effectiveness of, of, of releasing one's own stem cells with stem cell injection that are more the traditional treatment to start to document more what is the real effect on the body and, and as a strategy to regain health and maintain health uh, to simply release one's own stem cells. So right now, I'm, I'm getting more and more involved in that kind of clinical trial. That is really great. Well, Dr. Drapeau, I plan on speaking with you again and, and Denise also uh, to get more information about what you're doing. And we, we want to support and, and work with you in whatever little ways that we can, especially Denise, but I'm, I'm working with Denise. And uh, so I want to thank you so much for being on the show. And the, the show and the information you gave us was superb. It was outstanding, a complete review of the future of stem cells and what, how it can ben benefit our people. Thank you so much, Dr. DePoe. Thank you very much. My pleasure. All right. That was great. I really enjoyed the show. It's going to be in the archives. I have some more announcements for the next few minutes before they bring the song on. We will hear that song that started at the beginning of the show, uh, I Can Show You the World. Uh, it's a great song. It's one of our theme songs. Um, that will be at the end of the show. And I have um, some announcements to make here. First of all, I want to give out my number. My phone number, you can reach me. Um, the shows are on once a month now, uh, no longer every week. I've been doing radio for 14 years, and doing it every week, I just had to take a little break. I'm doing it once a month now. Maybe we'll go back to the once a week concept. We'll see. We'll play it by ear. But once a month means that I can get zero in on some great, great guest topics and information for you, the listeners. All right, the next few weeks, the shows. Uh, next, uh, in October the 1st and the whole month of October, the show will be about <clears throat> the answer and the solution to how we can create a better world. Two great, great guests. And also another uh, guest to come on to talk about how people of color, people right. people, have been affected by the whole health regimen going on all over the world, all over this country especially. We'll talk about that in, the, in that show. Uh, we yeah. have more great shows coming up. Now, the archives, here's some shows, and I'll give you the number in a minute, the shows that will be on in the next, um, if you if you call on the phone, you hit button number one in September 1st, you're going to hear the show we just did. It's better than it. If you hit button number two, we're going to have um, the one we had last week, Darshini, predictions of weather and what's going on in the world as we see it. And, and she goes into different cities like New York City, Los Angeles, and other major cities and areas, and not only this country, but in various parts of the world, because she is an expert on changes in weather and disasters, and she's hit, hit them so well so for so long. But number three, or three weeks from now on your online radio, will be Luann Panessi, a right-hand person who works very closely with Gary Null, 
been on this show quite a bit, and she does the retreats in Texas. Every uh, they've been about two a year. They're, they're winding down now. I'm not sure if they're going to do another one in the near future or not. But so many people have gotten so people that went in with all sorts of diseases came out happy and came out healthier. And it's just it's just a wonderful the world. The work she does is a counselor, is a speaker, is an author. She does a lot of work. That's that's coming up. And that's on button number three, Luann Panessi. All right, let's see what else do I need to announce. Um, the archive phone number to call. 24 hours a day is area 701-719-0994. Online, you can hear the previous shows, and you get a little description summary of what the shows are all about by going to Let's Create a Better World, Pod Bean. Pod is P-O-D, P as in Paul, O as in Oscar, D as in dog, bean as in the, the bean that you eat, dot com. So that's how you can reach those shows. Um... Also, what else do I have some notes here? Archive. Um, once a month we're on, as you as I've told you before, and we, if you have any suggestions or anything, I'll give my phone number out again. This is my number. You can reach me to talk about any future ideas you have for shows, for topics. I'm Bobby Elias. Let's create a better world. And my phone number is area 323-770-1925. All right, um, I think that covers everything. Let me thank some of the people. Our song will be on in a few minutes as soon as there are, I give some thanks to the people that have helped put this station and this show together. Thank you to the New York staff of our director, Jesse, our engineer, Alex. I want to thank Gary Null for putting this station together some 13, 14 years ago, whatever it was exactly. Gary has done such great work. Also, I want to thank our producer, Greg Lamastra. He's from Brooklyn, New York, but now he's been moving around the East Coast. And <coughs> excuse me, he, uh, I got a hold of him because he called me about some issues that he had with his health. And he got himself healthy. He's okay now. And he's become the producer of this radio show. Also, I want to thank Lily, our associate producer, for the work she does. Then our inactive pr production team of Stuart and Lydia. Um, I want to thank them also for everything they have done, even though now, right now they're not doing much, but in the past they've done a lot. I want to thank our guest, Dr. Christian Drapeau from France, who's doing all sorts of great information and research all over the world. He'll be on again in about six months, give or take. Um, that we're talking about uh, February or March. But I'll let you know as we go along and what we can do with that. But I also want to thank you, our guest, for being on the show. Hang in for the song and come again next month, or you could hear this show for the whole month. Tell your friends about the archives, and we'll talk to you again. Thank you so much for listening. Don't you dare close your eyes. Hold your breath if it's Yeah.